بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا بالقاسم المصطفى محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات المهد وأكرمني بنور الفهد اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزاء نعلمك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين The next hadith from the chapter on Sifatul Aqil, characteristics of intelligent people, rational people from Muntakhabu Mizan al-Hikmah or scale of wisdom is again from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which says A'qalun nas ashadduhum mudaratan linnas the most intelligent people the most intelligent people are those who are doing more mudara mudara means you know how to deal with people so they are the best in dealing with people in the sense that you are patient with them you are moderate with them uh, you are not losing your target but at the same time you are not expecting too much mudarat is very important we have many hadiths about mudarat and actually as one of the uh, sunnah of the prophet one of the things that were very outstanding in the conduct of prophet was mudaratun nas to be patient with people and have the best deal of, with the people so rasulullah says nas, the most intelligent of people are those who are the best in dealing with people so if you get angry quickly with people if you fight people if you break relation if you are not stable in your relation this is a sign of lacking aql. yes it's like for example you go to a home you you have problem with neighbors then you change the home you have again problem with neighbors you change the home again you have problem with them. okay so maybe instead of changing your home change your behavior <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you don't need to keep changing your people you know work in one office they have problem they go to another office they have problem they go to a, they marry few times there is problem so sometimes it might be not all the time but sometimes if something repeatedly happens maybe we are not able to deal with people sometimes not all the time sometimes maybe there are you are just not lucky but sometimes it's like this yes yes 
Yes, very Another hadith. Sadrul Aqil. Yes, from Rasulullah sallallahu Sorry, no. That one's from Rasulullah. This one is from Amir al-Mumin. Sadrul Aqil Sunduq Sirreh. Chest of an intelligent person is the box of his or her secrets. Means many things should remain in your chest. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, have you had this? You know, I remember my mother's grandmother, Rahmatullah. So she had the box that had, uh, you know, some money or some. Uh, some valuable things but sometimes also some food or something that he wanted to give to people so that box was very important so your chest must be like that box in which things that you want to keep hidden for the uh, it's not for immediate use or you know uh, quick use so secrets should remain in your chest one of the things that I think we can understand value of people is for how long they can keep secrets. Some people keep secrets for a few seconds. <laughs> Some people for a few hours. Some people for a few days. But they cannot keep it, you know, more than a few days. Yes. Actually, sometimes when people want to spread something, they say, you know, this is a secret, and then <laughs> they spread. So, how long you can keep secrets? And how many secrets you have already kept? It's very important. Uh, last night in uh, the course on followership, we had hadith about Ketman about significance of hiding uh, so if you are interested you can refer to that how much Ahlul Bayt say that our Shia have to be able to hide even our hadith for example Imam salam says the best of my companions are awra'uhum wa afqahuhum wa aktamuhum the most pious, the most knowledgeable, and the, those who hide our hadith the most. Because hadith of Ahlul Bayt are some of them to be publicized, some of them are to be preserved for ourselves or for scholars. So, rationality means you are able to keep things confidential. Okay? So, you have to have control over your tongue. In Nahjul Balaghe, there is a hadith that someone said to Amir al-Mu'mineen, Seflan al-Aqil. Please describe for us Aqil. Who is Aqil? Who is intelligent? Imam al-Salam said, Huwa al-ladhi yadha'u shay'a mawadha'ahu. This is why practical intellect and wisdom is 
the same. Imam said, Aqid is the one who puts everything in its due place. Yeah. It's like justice, but uh, it's hikmah, because justice, every, to give everything its right, this is to put everything in its due place. Like I told you, example of Mafati and Quran. You remember? I said, Ayatollah Ahmadi Miyanji, Rahmatullah, I used to say, Hakim doesn't put Mafati on Quran. Quran has to be on top of Mafati. Many times I go home, I have uh, difficulty because I have, for example, a uh, few books. I think which one has more Quran. <laughs> so I have to think in a few minutes, you know. So you should not put anything in a wrong place. It's very important. Now imagine, for example, if you want to appoint people for different jobs. You should put every person in the job that they suit. Yes? You want to recommend people. You should recommend people for something that they suit. Not more, not less. Yes? You want to praise people. So everything has to have careful measure. Yes? Yes. Justice is less than hikmah. Hikmah is more than justice. In Aqaid also we discussed, we said, if you want to observe wisdom, it's more difficult than justice. For example, we said, justice requires that if there's a public money, to distribute it justly. But your own money, you don't need to distribute it justly. Yeah, because your money, everything you do is justly. But if you want to distribute wisely, even your money, then you should have some criteria. You cannot give to some people more, some people less, even if it's your money. It's not a matter of justice, it's a matter of wisdom. After Amir al-Mu'minin said that Aqil is the one who puts everything in its due place, Faqila fasif lana al-jahil. Please describe for us who is Jahil, who is not intelligent. Faqala qad fa'alt. Imam said, I have already given you a description. Means Jahil is the one who doesn't put things in his Who puts them in his Another hadith about Aqil, which is also a matter of benefiting from your experience, is this famous hadith La yulsa'ul aqil and we have La yulda'ul mu'min and here we have La yulsa'ul aqil min juhrin marratayn or La yulda'ul mu'min min juhrin wahid marratayn you know sometimes you don't know there is a snake you put your finger in a hole and it bites you. Okay, the first time it's forgivable because you don't know. But Aqil should not be uh, twice making the same mistake. Yeah? 
You have to learn from your mistakes. But I have here a point. I said what we do is we give our mistakes different names so that we can repeat them. <laughs> For example, I make one mistake in home. Then I make the same mistake in London. But this was in London. In London, I didn't do this mistake. It's the first time. <laughs> or I did this mistake with this person, not with that person. So unfortunately, we keep repeating the same mistake as long as there is a little difference. But Agil has to be able to see general points which are common. We should not be beaten twice from the same point. Imam Sadiq said, Alal Aqile and Yakuna Arifan Bizamane Mukbilan Ala Shane Hafidan Lilisan. Very beautiful. Aqil has to be aware of his time, his age. You should know your age, your era. You know, in the same way that you should know Imam Zaman for your time. Yeah, you should know your Zaman. And actually, I say knowing Imam of our Zaman means knowing this Zaman also. And what Imam wants from you in this Zaman, this time. If we are not aware of our age and requirements of our age and how things are unfolding here we can make mistakes or we can lose opportunities you remember beginning of this academic year i told you three characteristics of this age yeah. you remember so things like this father yes so there are things about our age that if you know maybe you can benefit from them or at least maintain the loss but there are things that if you don't know you can make big mistakes or miss lots of opportunities so we have to know about our age Agil also must be someone who is paying attention to his own affair. You should be focused on what matters to you. Don't focus on others, people, affairs. And don't be also losing focus on anything. You have to be focused, but on your own affair and something which is important. Something that you must know. Okay? Unfortunately, many times we don't focus on our life. We don't take our life seriously. And I don't know if you accept this. Uh, do you accept this? Yeah. What? I haven't yet said. Uh -huh. No, I, I want to say something. 
that many times I, uh, you know, we live in future. We don't live in the moment. I, for example, I always think that still the best of my time, life has not come. Inshallah, I would have my best ibadah and best, you know, relation with Allah in future. And I become 20, 30, 40, 50, still I am waiting. And then you see, oh, you have become, or oh, you cannot even, you know, stand for prayer. But isn't it important that you have that, so that you can strive for better? Yes, you can strive for better. But the, the best part of your life can be today. And even if you want to, to be good, you have to make it today. Unfortunately, many times we wait for future to come, for a, a special future to come. And therefore, we don't benefit and appreciate the current moment. The hadith says, Ma fata maza. وَمَا يَأْتِيكَ فَعَيْنِ فَاغْتَنِمِ الْفُرْسَةَ بَيْنَ الْعَدَمَيْنِ مَا فَاتَ مَزَا وَمَا يَأْتِيكَ فَعَيْنِ فَاغْتَنِمِ الْفُرْسَةَ بَيْنَ الْعَدَمَيْنِ Past has expired. Future has not come. So we have two Adam. Past has gone, future has not come into non-existent since. Pardon? I don't remember. It's a hadith. Uh, appreciate, take opportunity of this time between Adamain, between past and future. Present. If you appreciate the present, then inshallah future is yours. And you can compensate for the past as well. But if you don't appreciate present, you will never succeed. I don't know you agree or not. This is a problem that we have. We always are waiting for something to happen. But you should do your best in this time. <clears throat> this is actually something that these days I am thinking a lot about myself, that how I can improve this part. That be in the moment. And sometimes, for example, pardon? Maybe this particular prayer can change my life. Maybe this particular meeting can change my life. This particular help that I offer can change my life. But we are always waiting for something that must be very special, something very extraordinary to change us. Yes? I think the best opportunities are these small things. If you take them great, you can take great things small, <laughs> Or you can take a small thing great and it would be really great. You raise your hand. That's another problem. Yes. Yes. 
we too much sometimes remain in the history. History is good, but if you get lesson for today, yes? But if you are stuck in history and you cannot understand what you have to do now because of history, that's a problem. History should project light on present, yes? Not that takes away the light of present when looking at something which is not useful. Exactly. So, Arifan be zamanihi. Know your time. Mughbilan ala sha'nihi. Pay attention to your own affair. Hafidan lillisan. And watch or protect his tongue. This lesson, this tongue, as the scholars of Akhlaq say, is the best and the worst part. Yeah. They say once a king told his chef, make a food with the best part of the goat so made with the tongue we say, we say zaban and tomorrow said now make the food with the worst part again tongue he said how it comes is the best I said depending on how you use it so it can be something that brings Peace, reconciliation, knowledge, hope. It can be something that just brings division, separation, fight, anger, darkness. So it's very important to protect fun. Uh, you know, in our hadith, we very much have focus on this issue. And it seems to me that one of the things that is a sign of not being very wise is that more than we watch our own tongue, we watch tongue of enemies. We get angry when they say something wrong. Enemy has to say wrong things. You have to watch your tongue. But I think I don't know you agree or not. We, we pay more attention to what enemies say than to what we should say. And sometimes even we let the enemy to decide our narrative. We just repeat and imitate what they say. No. Your tongue should be watched no matter what they say. You watch your tongue. Imam Kazim said, Inna al-aqila la yuhaddithu man yakhafu takzibah. Aqil does not talk to someone that is afraid that may reject him. If someone is going to deny you and reject you, don't talk to him. And 
and would not ask yes inna al-aqila la yuhaddithu man yakhafu takdhiba does not talk to someone that is afraid that would reject him of course it means for practical things sometimes Musa has to speak to Pharaoh even if he's worried but he has to speak maybe it's working but if there is something personal or something that uh, is not a matter of guiding and you don't see chance of that person listening don't say to him. may reject you would not ask for help from someone that has fear that may deprive him okay if you need help don't ask someone that is not going to give you why you are uh, losing your honor by asking someone that you don't have hope that would give you the one who is intelligent does not promise something that cannot deliver yeah if you promise you must deliver if you are not sure don't promise not that you promise and then you think say oh i cannot do it you must do the thinking before and would not put hope in something that would damage his hope and would not embark on something that is afraid of not being able to do it you know you should be ambitious but realistically for example if you cannot have 50 guests in your home don't invite 50 guests and then start beating on your head you know <laughs> what should I do with 50 guests <laughs> or for example accept to give a lecture on something that you are not able to you know, handle you must see how much you can deliver and then based on that you accept Amir al said this is about Ma Yazidul Aql. This chapter is about those things that increases Aql. Al Aqlu Qarizatun Tazidu Bil Ilm Wa Tajar. Aql is Qarizat. This is Aql Tabi. Is instinct. Means God given something natural, but with knowledge and experience, your Aql increases. You remember we said in Hikmah you need knowledge and experience. The more you know, and the more experience you have, the better chance of utilizing your God-given intellect. Yes? Even if you are the most intelligent person, but you don't know the subject, don't make any judgment. Or if you don't have experience, don't make any judgment. You need to be familiar with the subject and you need to have experience
In another hadith, Amirul Mu'mini said, بِتَرْكِ مَا لَا يَعْنِيكِ يَتِمُّ لَكَ الْعَقْلِ By leaving aside what doesn't matter to you, it's not your business, your aql will be complete. Because when you get into what doesn't matter to you, you are wasting. Focus, you know, like laser. Why laser is so powerful? Because it's focused. Yes? If laser was scattered, was not doing anything. Your attention, your experiences, your knowledge, your resources, if they are focused on something, inshallah you can solve it. But if you undertake too many things, if you, you know, pay attention to too many things, you cannot. Imam Sadiq salam said, Kathratun nazar fil ilm yaftahul aql. Looking at knowledge in abundance would open intellect. So if you want your aql to open, to widen, try to learn. Then we go to the next chapter about ma yu'tabaru bihil aql. Those things by which aql can be verified and like signs for aql. There are hadiths which says, which say that, for example, a sign of aql is not to be too much attached to dunya. For example, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ala wa inna min alamatil aql. Be aware that some of the signs of aql is attajafi an dar al ghurur, wal inabatu ila dar al khulud, wat tazawudu al sukna al qubur, wat taahubu al yawm al nushur. If you are aql, you understand your priorities. Yeah, this is a minimum expectation from Agil, to know the priorities. Is dunya priority or akhirah? Akhirah. And you use your dunya in order to build your akhirah. So, Rasulullah says, some of the signs of Agil is At-tajafi andar al To detach yourself from this world of deception. And return your attention to the world of permanence, khulud. And collect provision, tazawud, for your life after death. And be prepared for the day of resurrection. So aqil is all the time collecting provision and preparing for akhirah. There is a hadith from Rasulullah uh, from Amirul Mu'min 
which is in need of explanation. And it's a very beautiful point. In the Badihatil Makal Tuhtabaru Ukulu Rajal. In the Badihatil Makal Tuhtabaru Ukulu Rajal. Those who are Agil and Hakim, when they speak, you find it very clear and evident, easy to understand. Even if they say difficult things, they say it very easily and obviously. This is a sign of Agl and Hikmah that you are able to take things to the most basic level and present it in the one that people can easily with their fitra understand you know sometimes when people want to say something very simple to you they say it as a like puzzle makes things very complicated and sometimes some people tell you even difficult things very easily. Sometimes people, you have to listen hard and carefully to understand what they want to say. And at the end, you have to guess. You are not sure you understood. Or you know. But sometimes people say very easily. Prophets were like this. Prophets spoke in the way that almost everyone could understand yeah depending on their level they could understand differently but everyone could understand at least the basic we prophets speak to people according to the level of their aql. therefore prophets we're not like philosophers, for example. Sometimes philosophers speak to philosophers or students of philosophy. Not everyone can understand. Or, for example, those who are experts, for example, in Erfan or physics or chemistry, whatever, any discipline, sometimes you cannot understand them unless you are in that field. But the prophets were able to speak to people and communicate to people easily. Among ulama also you find sometimes people have great knowledge but still are able to speak in the way that every person can understand something, can benefit something. Muslims, non-Muslims, educated people or not, they can understand something. This is the sign of the power of intellect, but also this is the sign of harmony between the intellect of this person and the heart of this person. Everything is well cooked and processed. So it's very important. Uh, they say one of ulama uh, used to speak very difficult, you know, very difficult way. So 
I don't know how true is this, but uh, they say he used to say that when I speak in the first one third, I understand and people also understand. In the second one third, I understand and people don't understand. In the last one third, neither me understand nor people. <laughs> So if he speaks one hour, 20 minutes, it's okay. Everyone understands. The second 20 minutes, only he understands. The last 20, only God understands. Mir Damat, Rahmatullah, who has Qabasat. He's a famous Mashai philosopher. He used to also speak and write philosophy very, in a very difficult language. Maybe he had a purpose to keep it only for some people. I don't know. So he was very, very hard to understand. So they say when he died, angels asked him questions. Man Rabbuk, who is your Lord? He said, Ostokosen Foka Ostokosati. And the angels didn't understand. So they say, they went to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and said, You know, we asked him, and he said this. And Allah said, Leave him. When he was alive, he was saying things that even I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, Ostokos means onso, means element. So he was like a substance above all substances. <laughs> this is what he meant. So, sometimes people have purpose because they think certain things should not be given to the public. It has to be kept for... Uh, yes. Like, you know, physicians, they, some of them write prescriptions very badly, either because they cannot write better, or maybe they don't want people to read except people whose job is to dispense medicine. So we don't know, inshallah, they have good reason for this. But if you don't have any specific reason to keep it difficult, it's very important to be able to speak clearly and this is something that it's a matter of your maturity and wisdom but also maybe training is important if you train yourself uh, especially uh, when we learn many terminologies in fiqh and usul and philosophy these terminologies are very helpful but you should be able to also speak not you know, always with this terminology, because then ordinary people cannot understand. You know, so it's very difficult. One of the things uh, you have to learn is that how to speak to children 
how to speak to adults, how to speak to ulama, how to speak to non-Muslim. Every group of people, you should be able to speak according to their background, to their level. So, in the badihat al-maqal, tukhtabaru uqoolur rajal. When it is clear and easily and quickly coming, means there is app. Another thing is, إِذَا تَمَّ الْعَقْلِ نَقَصَ الْكَلَامِ If aql is complete, words become less. You don't need to speak too much. Either you don't speak about unnecessary things, or even those things which are necessary, you can use less words, both of them. And then we have things about uh, obstacles for aql. Things that can damage your aql or weaken your aql. I think I leave this chapter for next week. So, as a summary, what we discussed in this two sessions tonight is that aql is a hujja of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It never misguides or betrays us, never tells us something which is wrong. We just need to make sure that we keep it active, we keep it free, and we listen to it. <coughs> the more we listen to Adl, the more active and the louder the word of Adl, the speech of Adl becomes. If Adl is complete, you are in the highest levels in dunya and akhirah. If Aql is complete, you have best relations with people, friends, uh, non-friends, and it would lead to humility, to patience, to control of your tongue and hand, and it would help you to be moderate with people and to speak in the way that people can easily understand. So these are few elements, few branches of practical wisdom. Inshallah, we continue with the hadith, and then inshallah, I will try to come up with a, a kind of map for how to <coughs> carry on with all these characteristics of wisdom, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Allah Allah Allah